doing okay? Thanks for asking. Firstly, I hope you've had a lovely Christmas celebration um, for whatever reason it is that you are celebrating. Uh, I'm completely non-religious, yet somehow seem to celebrate Christmas every year. But it's a family thing for me, um, rather than the relig- religious sentiment. Uh, but if it's that for you, then I hope it was everything that you hoped it would be and you got to spend time with family in, in a safe and you know, friendly way. Today we're going to talk about something that might have actually helped pre-Christmas for some, but it's how to stop being a D. Um, Asterix, asterix, K to yourself, and I'll let you fill the asterisks in. And it's something that I've heard over and over again with different clients that people just aren't kind to themselves. And for a whole host of different reasons. And we'll get into some of that. But for now, as always, I invite you to hunker down, get into a comfortable, safe space in your mind, and come along as I invite you in to the safe place. Are you comfortable? Great. Let's begin. So, many of you that are listening will have celebrated Christmas, just gone. Um, And if you're anything like me, you probably gained some Christmas pounds. And, you know, that's... it's okay. I mean, I used to joke with one of my oldest and dearest friends that you know, he could have some of my fat and you know we would um would balance out he would laugh and would have a, a right old giggle about it um but the fact is is that i've always been on the bigger side and he has always been on the smaller side in some ways this has worked to my advantage um as you know kind of when i put my mind to it I actually gain muscle far quicker than he does. And, yeah, in other ways, it works to his advantage in that his body seems to uh, kind of need more calories, I guess, to stay at maintenance, meaning I generally have less flexibility if I kind of want to get into and stay at a lean in inverted commas, state. <laughs> Sound super knowledgeable right now, don't I? Um, and you know, the truth is that actually I've gotten to, to kind of know quite a lot about weight loss and you know, how to be healthy. Um, 
I've done it myself. Um, you know, I've kind of had to. I mean, at my own admission, um, I've been on more of the kind of cushion for the pushing end of the spectrum uh, for most of my adult life. And I talked a little bit about this in the last podcast. And, you know, I've had loads of lovely support, actually, from listeners and people that I've never met before. And that, that's a really, a really wonderful thing. So thank you all for, for sharing. And please, please do carry on sharing because the more people we can get this out to, the more conversation we can have. And it's kind of lovely that on a couple of fronts, really. Uh, the first one for me is that having support is usually a good thing and it's it's heartwarming having people reach out to give um, give me their support and you know for that I I thank you I really genuinely do and it also um, it kind of lets me know that you're listening and even better that you're getting something from my my weekly musings I suppose and I think we are now in that time of year where this becomes increasingly relevant you know we head away from Christmas and the overconsumption of food and for for many I'm sure alcohol too that kind of seemingly goes with that single day both from the at least three course meal um, and all the chocolate that you're given you know we're, we're kind of now presented with a bit of a a lull I guess before the storm the new year often brings and I like to use this time of year to do one main thing and that's to reflect and to consider um, you know, kind of what the coming weeks and months may deliver for me and I encourage you uh, my friend to, to do the same just for a moment now think about the last time you stopped and reflected on your accomplishments your growth both per, you know, personally and um, professionally and the person that you've become can you remember that time if you can yeah that's amazing and I, I, I really salute you if you're like me though you might be letting kind of life rule you rather than you ruling it and do you know what to a certain extent that's okay but now what I'd like you to do is just contemplate how often you've thought about things that you perceive to be wrong with you. Things that you perceive to go wrong. Or the mistakes that you might have made. Or at least that you think you might have made. 
do you have these things spring straight to mind? I know I do. And the difficulty is that if you don't give yourself the time to reflect on being as awesome um, as you are, your brain gives more focus and attention to the things that you're focused on. And that, my friend, is not a path I want you to go down. I want you to be able to reflect on the good things um, and learn from the things that perhaps haven't gone as well. But I also want you to stop being an a-hole to yourself. Stop being a a D, a, um, apostrophe, apostrophe, K, or whatever, um, whatever phrasing you want to use, but stop it. And what I want you to do instead is I want you to start backing yourself. I want you to back yourself to achieve what you're capable of with the understanding that things won't always go to plan. You will make mistakes. And you know what? That's okay. We'll, we all make them. It happens to the best of us. But do you know what? The people that really... that really kind of get somewhere with life do more so than, than others perhaps do is that they take the time to reflect on those things that have gone well reflect on the mistakes that you have perhaps made and understand them and learn from them so you have to think about how will you overcome that if it happens again what was it that made all those wonderful things happen. So what was it that you can emulate um, as you go forward? And the, the reality is that as you listen to me now, this isn't something that you can just, just do. It's something that you need to take time to allow yourself to actually commit to doing. And I could ask you to go away and and do this for me, but that defeats the point of what this is all about. This is personal reflection. And whether it's the atypical, I want to lose weight because I'm, I'm too big, or it's I want to read X amount of books, or I want to learn to program, learn to um, understand um, data, learn to I don't know do glasswork, whatever it might be. You need to give yourself time to understand the one thing you're going to focus on.
And I want you to do that, not for me. I want that to do you to do that for yourself. So after this um, podcast finishes, this episode finishes, I want you to go and spend some time on yourself. Sit with your thoughts, understand them. Write them down if that's easier for you. But focus predominantly to start with on the good. What what achievements have you have you made this year? What have you accomplished? And give yourself a proverbial pat on the um, pat on the back because whatever you've achieved is awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> Somebody else hasn't achieved that. If you really feel the need to compare. But even if somebody else has, it doesn't matter. Because ultimately, and I think the the phrase is something along the lines of comparison is the thief of, the thief of joy. And I think I go along with that because particularly with social media, you can look at all these people that look like they're having a wonderful time. Yeah, all their life's amazing. It's all good stuff because that's what you see. But it isn't. Everybody has things that they can improve on. Everybody has things that they look back and go, do you know what? That's not how I'd do it if I had another go at it. So just use that and learn from it. I suppose it's only fair if I'm asking you to reflect, to give you a bit of a view on some of my my own reflections. And I've got six that I've jotted down. And for me, these are things that it's kind of okay. And the first is that it's okay to struggle with mindset, particularly over difficult times of year. For me, Christmas in particular is a really difficult day, as as you know. And you know, I put a brave face on and all that fun stuff and helped um, put all the toys together and all that sort of stuff but I had moments where I just didn't want to be around anybody and that's okay but also it's okay to be happy and you might think that's a bit of a strange one in isolation but think about what I've just said and it gives it a bit of context doesn't it I feel I kind of find myself almost feeling guilty 
at times when I'm happy as yeah, there's so much wrong with I'm sounding very grandiose, but wrong with the world and, and the direction that I think a lot of things are going in. And there's a lot of suffering, and there's people that are, being, are having tragic things happen all the time. Um, and there's people that aren't around anymore as well. And sometimes I get caught in the trap of thinking, well, why am I? Why should I be enjoying myself? Why should I be be happy when X or Y isn't able to? But actually, it's it's flipping that. It's going. Do you know what? Actually, I should embrace these moments because these are the things that keep me going, that keep me charged. I suppose. And then. <laughs> I um I've kind of got something down around my 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 weight I guess but you know it's 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 an acceptance that I have come out of Christmas slightly heavier than I went in and you know we've all been there and I said at the start you know, everybody has Christmas points, pounds, most of that is probably water weight from the extra carbs that we've all consumed. Um, but actually, for me, as I've said before, it's it's the it's the last year or so that I just piled on piled on the pounds because I've not been able to do a whole lot of activity, um, and I'm. Probably now I'm the heaviest ever, and kind of not in the Greek god kind of way <laughs> either. Um, uh, but you know what? That's life. Uh, I will find a way of getting it back under control and shift the weight that I have shifted before. Um, and the key for me there is that I will stop punishing Michelle myself. And that kind of ties into number four in that I shall not restrict post-binge. So I'm a terrible binge eater. Um, And really it's something that's out of control and that I'm working on improving. Um, And it is better than it was, um, particularly over the, the kind of restriction cycle that can go with it after which is essentially a starvation cycle you know you you're then punishing yourself for, for eating so much and i do that in two ways in that i will eat more which is um obviously not a good thing um and then i'll get to a point where i then have to uh basically not eat and i can easily go a couple of days without without eating but if I can break that cycle or at least put a pretty good um, chink in the chain to then that's a massive victory massive victory for me but also 
I've really enjoyed the food over Christmas. And not in a gluttonous way, but just that I love roast turkey. I love stuffing and pigs in blankets and all these wonderful things. And it was really blooming lovely. And do you know what? That's okay. I can deal with that. And five kind of ties into this as well. And there's a bit of a theme. I am going to focus on forgetting the way that I once looked. And this kind of comes in a few uh, a few ways. But I mean, how many of us hold on to that pair of trousers, that top of that skirt, you know, the, uh, a little, little dress or whatever, um, in the hope of one day we'll get back into it. And I'm definitely guilty as charged on, on the trousers in particular front. Um, and that's not particularly healthy because all you're really doing is saying to yourself that you are no longer good enough because you don't fit into that. And that's, that's not a good bit of internal dialogue to be having. So what I'm focusing on is where I once was in mindset in that everything that I am now do is about improving myself. So it's not a case of I'm going to get back into whatever size of jeans they were because I mean I might get to exactly the same weight as I was when I when I was in them but be a completely different body shape you know I might well find that I can drop down and be heavier than I was and um, be uh, find that they're too big because I've built X amount of muscle compared to what I had at the time. But also, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> and saying that out loud is kind of mad. 10 years I've been hanging on to stuff and thinking that one day, one day I'll get there. But what sort of what sort of mentality is that to have and if you're anything like me with that i really urge you to to think about what it is that you're so attached to with them because if it is just this image of a former self you're not going to be that person again and it might be hard to hear that but you're not and that's okay in fact in many ways that's good because if you were just going back to being that same person that'd be pretty damn boring but also where's the growth in that and the other one for me and this is quite a personal one for me 
because I used to do quite a bit of weightlifting and I quite simply can't now um, because of injuries and ruined ankles and, and that sort of stuff. So I'm also going to be changing my personal best mindset in that I would always compare my current lifts to that of 25 year old me when I was a lot stronger but also a lot younger and a lot less broken and why would I compare my current self to my less injured less broken self from 10 years ago why why do I why would I do that to myself why why do I want to carry on doing that I don't So I'm going to shift that mentality to uh, consistent 1% mindset. And that is every time that I do something, it's a positive. So I'm focusing on the process over the results much, much more. And that's, again, a really big thing for me. So there you have it. My sixth thoughts from uh, from my latest self-reflection time. So there's some of mine, and hopefully that's got you thinking about some of your own reflections. And you'll notice that within that, I haven't set myself a, a goal, because that's the next bit, you see. And what I want to do is I'm going to work through something that I'm going to be working on this year anyway. Um, and something that I've done with different clients to just to help focus the mind. So this is a method that I'm sure you'll have come across. Um, but perhaps not really thought about um, and perhaps not really used. And it's the smart system um, and that's an acronym uh, if you haven't already guessed and I'm going to just work through an example which will bring it to life a little bit for you so the S which is for specific um, and I'm going to do I want to reduce my waist size so as you can tell that is right down to the point it sets out what I'm going to uh, achieve, and that's it, nice and clear. The M is for measurable. So I want to reduce my waist size from its current X to Y. And again, you will be able to tell that I've added on a, and I've not shared in, in full because I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet, but. Um, by putting in a current compared to something that you're aiming to achieve, it gives you a measurement that you can base your, your progress on. You can use that. And then A is action or actionable. For me, this is the how. So I want to reduce my waist size from its current X to Y by eating in the, 
weekly calorie deficit. And for those of you that that um, have listened in before, you'll know that it's a pretty straightforward thing, isn't it? But the action there is simply being in a calorie deficit. And then realistic. And this is kind of, you know, don't be daft. Don't overcomplicate it. So for me, I want to reduce my waist size from its current X to Y by eating in a, calor- in a weekly calorie deficit by 10%. So what that is doing is giving me a realistic and achievable um, rate of um, deficit that is entirely achievable, i.e. realistic. And then the T is timely, or some would say it's time-bound, but much of the same thing in reality. So let's put it all together. I want to reduce my waist size from its current X to Y by eating in a calorie deficit, or I should say a weekly calorie deficit, of 10% across the next 12 weeks. And that's giving me the time in in which I'm going to achieve that waist size reduction. And as you see through all of that, what it is all about is it's giving you accountability and something that you can then draw back on. So I can go through the weeks of going um, each week measuring out what what current size is to, to the next week have I reduced or not simple as that it also means and this is an important part of of goals is that if I am not getting where I need to get within say the first four weeks of the 12 weeks plan it also means I can have a look at the realistic part and go, and the action part, to be fair, and go, okay, so do I need to tweak either of these to be able to achieve the time? Or indeed, do I, do I need to extend out the time to be able to do it in the way that I've set out in the other parts? It just gives you a, a nice, clean, ease of easily completed um, way of putting a a goal or a or a plan together. Have a crack at it. Um, hey, you could use it on your New Year's resolution if it's something that you do. And just whilst we're on that topic, um, I'm not a massive fan of resolutions in the sense of a new year's resolution because i think it can it can set you up for it can kind of set you up for failure because so often we do these either really woolly loose things or we do things that are just completely unrealistic so one of my friends last year did um that they weren't going to eat chocolate now that was their new year's resolution um and when pressed, it was that they're not going to eat chocolate for the whole year. 
and they were a chocolate fiend. And guess what? <laughs> they didn't achieve it. And guess what? They felt rubbish about it. But just don't put yourself in that position. Because why would you? So there you have it. An entirely achievable resolution. I'd encourage you just to decide um, through your reflections on the things that have gone well. But let's make it something that's positive. So something that you can take positive action on to do or be better and be a better form of yourself because that's what we're all striving for ultimately is to continuously improve certainly what I'm aiming for so there you have it give me a shout out on, on the usuals the social medias um, I'd love to hear what your resolutions are and, and how you're getting on enjoyed that and i hope you've got something out of that it's always my aim from these what i would love as always is for you to go on to itunes because that seems to be where most people listen um rate the show uh, give it a give it a re- review um you can rate it five stars with a, a review to suit that'd be uh, amazing um and it also just helps with the, the traffic uh, through to it. Uh, you can rate individual episodes as well. So if you like one in particular, then go on and, and rate that. Um, that'd be great. Also, as always, I'm going to plug um, my social media. And you can find me on Instagram at I am Kevin Clark, uh, on Twitter. I know. Um, at the dad life coach and of course on facebook uh, and you'll find the page is the dad diaries and as we go through 2022 what you'll see is more activity across the different uh, channels um and hopefully it will spark some interest and some some comment and debate but also if you want to come on and have a chat then I would love to hear from you. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, interested parties which just trying to sort out different times for um, for getting people on. Uh, but the, the new year is looking good. So we'll hear some, some different voices too. But look, for now, I hope you've had a, a wonderful Christmas break. Um... I hope you're able to bring in the new year in whichever way you choose and that yeah you're safe and well. And this will be the last episode for this year. I've only got a few days left, so you could probably have guessed that. Um, but for now, I will leave you and 2021 with love, compassion and some festive kindness this time. Until next time, my friend. Goodbye.